Come on, let's get nuts. Hello, everybody. What is happening? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It is Monday, end of Monday, of course, November 7th, and yes, already, ah, yeah, all right, we're good, uh-oh, no glitches, no glitches, the output is just a little too much, hold on, let me check something here, I think we're all good, turn that off, all right, we're good, anyways, what's happening, guys, welcome to Film Junkie Live, how we doing, make sure you guys, uh, you know, do what, uh, you know, smash that like, thumbs up, do what everything Everything that I always tell you in the beginning. Subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Everything. Uh, make sure you subscribe to all the stuff that's around me. Got the Patreon. Got everything right there. So how we doing? Who's out there? Say hi to me. What's going on? We got DC Patriot. What's up, Dave? Always love listening to the show, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. We got Will John Boy here. Support DC's future, not the past. There we go. Ah, sex love sounds. Ah. Dave, every time I send you a message, I think of Kevin Klein as the president. Momoa said, remember November 6th, kiss the maestro. Yeah, we'll talk about the uh, the stuff that he's been saying. That's for sure. What is going on with that? There's like a little... Th- okay, I think we're good now. Um, maestro, uh, Hulk is uh, Marvel, so I'm guessing Momoa going to play... <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to be happening. Uh, I don't think that's going to be happening, but you never know. Uh, MSGT, too much cryptic nonsense going on. YouTubers misinterpreting interpreting gun about the air cut. Momoa playing games about some maestro brain hurts. Help us in the light, Dave. That's what I'm trying to do. Try to do that. What's going on for your Jason? We got Ms. Nighthawk right here. Miss Steph, how is it doing, Steph? And we got Ronak, how you doing? We got Tony Chappie D9, Neil Blomkamp fan, how you doing? And we got Tet here, always good to see you, Tet. All right, and then we got no username ideas, hell of a day for news, let's get into it. Ryan, what's up? We got Miss Rosemary, yeah, weekend was good, hopefully your weekend was good, all your weekends were good. Fatty God, how you doing? All right, we got Nikolai. Right here, a lot of things happening right now. Well, things are definitely happening. Stephanie T, good to see you. We got Tyler. Who else we got? And hi to everybody. Greetings. Of course, I got, hey, it's Monday, so I got my red wine. That's right. Ooh, that's a pretty good good glass right there. Hmm. This wine that I got today, I forgot what it's called, but man, it's, um, it's good. It's good. It's a Cabernet still, but it's like a different brand, and it's just... Um, you know, got a little bit more flavor to it. So, anyways, very ominous music. Yeah, it was a choice. I was like, why not? Why not? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I know. It had a very Blade Runner type vibe. It really did, didn't it? That's why I liked it. All right, we got uh, Jose right here. What up, uh, people? Happy Monday night. It's getting nuts. Let's get nuts. Hello, darling. How's it going? We got Chase here. We got M F F. Can't sleep. Good. There you go. I'll help you. I'll, I'll put you to sleep. I'm very boring. Monday suck. Yeah, but it's the end of Monday. That's what you got to look at. It's the end of Monday. So at least where I'm at. And I'm, I'm, I'm way behind everybody. So everybody's in the future, except for Chris Wong Swenson, who's in uh, Hawaii. Yeah. What's going on, Dane? Good to see you. 
let's see. We also got uh, Miss Nikki, Captain Gator Girl is here. We got Jahandri Tanias. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. So somebody on Twitter said they'll never watch anything we get under Gunn's leadership. I asked, even if Zach comes back, no answer yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Let him. Boycott. The proclamations are always the funnest. It's like, all right, cool. Nobody cares. Proclamations on Twitter mean dick. That's what they do. They mean, especially the people that are leaving because of uh, they, they think Elon Musk is like worse than Hitler and, and Lex Luthor put together. And they have to make these proclamations that they're leaving. It's like, OK, who gives a shit? Go. Just leave. You know, if you're making proclamations to be like, yes, it's not real. It's not real. It's all not real. You know, my God, let's relax here, folks. But anyways, I won't rant off too much about that. But I uh, thank you. Thank you guys for uh, joining in. And uh, yes, we're going to be talking about James Gunn. James Gunn. Thank God. I was like hoping that he was going to respond to all the, the release, the air cut uh, campaign that happened. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about those numbers. Obviously, we've been talking about it all weekend. Vodka stream, Patreon stream. Uh, yeah. It's just been a, you know, a lot of streaming happening over this weekend, you know. Uh, obviously had those two streams, and right before that, I jumped on the Geekverse uh, charity stream. Uh, they raised over $2,000 for the Children's Hospital, which congratulations to those guys. And uh, I was honored to uh, host the DC Films portion of Trivia, which, of course, uh, I also said those questions on the Patreon stream to see if uh, those guys... Uh, knew some of those answers but uh you know the biggest thing was i stumped scott you know that's what i was going for the most because we all know that scott's the encyclopedia so i had to come up with the hard ones for scott and i stumped him twice so you know felt a little you know ah you know felt felt, felt good to do that so it was a lot of fun anyways but uh yeah so good good times she went quick though man that was a quick uh segment but honored to do that and i'm glad that those guys uh you know uh, when it comes to Travis and uh, Kirkland and Taylor and those guys, you know, especially Travis frequents the vodka stream a lot. Always like talking to him. He's a good voice. They're all good voices and stuff. That's what it's all about. Just, uh, you know, getting, it's all about the discussion, guys. All about discussion. So anyways, yeah, um, <laughs> Jason Momoa's dream was frosty. I know. Is it going to be frosty? Produced by James Gunn and Peter Efron or Saffron, Efron, Saffron. All right, let's get into it. Let's get to these tweets and see what happened in the Twitter world this past weekend. All right, so get rid of that. All right, let's jump to it. Okay, here we go. To the tweets. Okay, well, first off, we, we didn't really talk too much about this. Uh, I meant to talk about, about this image right here from Rebel Moon that, uh, you know, when I had, uh, of course, on, on the Vodka stream over the, on, on Friday, I had Aaron Bailey and Dawson, who, of course, went to the Rebel Moon set last Wednesday because they were part of the whole art contest and they won so they got to visit the set so make sure you guys watch that uh they just talk about their experience talk about meeting zach meeting debbie you know of course they can't say everything that they wanted to say but this is creepy as shit we got these uh i don't know uh who knows what these uh these uh people are called but yeah apparently they have like uh five lights on their masks or whatever and wearing some garb some gloves, completely covered. They got some hats on. 
you know, some interesting stuff. But, man, this is just something that's just really cool, though. Uh, very creepy looking and everything. So, um, yeah, I just thought this was a really cool image. And I'm wondering, I'm like, what's the backstory here? I, I mean, I love it. This is what I love about Zack Snyder. He teases so much stuff. It's like, yeah, post a picture here, post a picture there. And it's like, ah, uh, I want to know so much, you know. And it's just because, you know, we got these people that have visited the set. And I'm like, come on, Zack, can I visit the set too? I live, like, right outside L.A. Where do you? Oh, it's all good. But, uh, yeah, but I, just hearing the stuff, man, it's just, like, crazy. But, yeah, this looks uh, really, really cool. Some really cool character designs for Rebel Moon right here. All right, and then we're getting a new Godzilla film. This was teased right here. I think it was Godzilla Day, right? November 3rd, 2023. So a year from now, we're going to get a new Godzilla film. I thought we were getting—aren't we're, they filming Godzilla in Kong 2 or something? I don't know. I'm trying to keep up with the, with that whole universe. I don't know exactly what's been happening, but, you know, ah, I don't know. Who knows? But it, it seems cool. I'm always down for another Godzilla film. Another Godzilla film. Hey, look at this. David F. Sandberg uh, responded to Mr. Ben Everts right here because Ben was saying like, hey, when you said finished, do you, do you mean VFX, sound effects, soundtrack, and post-credit, if any? He said, yes. The only thing left, this is what David F. Sandberg said when it comes to Shazam, the only thing left for me to is to approve home video version, record a commentary track, things like that. But right now, I'm on vacation. So good on David F. Sandberg. I hope he's getting some much-needed relaxation. That should be good for him. And then we have this right here, Babylon. Another image from Babylon right here, Margot Robbie and uh, what's his name, Diego Calva, you know. And then this is a funny video right here. Oh, just bad luck. This is why you don't work out with sunglasses on, folks. Ugh. Oh, sunglasses yes. off. Smash. Ugh. Damn, that sucks. I hope they weren't expensive. They probably yes. were. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <coughs> Gotta love that, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, and then one of the things that uh, Mr. Zaslov talked about during uh, his, um, you know, earnings call, he says uh, Zaz touts Blue Beetle as among its theatrical only films. Gives shout out to director. So there you go. Giving a shout out. I thought he was racist, but hey, whatever. Um, we got a new image right here from Aquaman 2. Jason Moa snuck this in uh, Instagram stories, but there you go. There's something right there. It's It looks so ridiculous. This is what I love about movie making because you see the behind-the-scenes shot. Look at how ridiculous things look. I mean, you got Aquaman that's speaking to, uh, I guess, the world leaders and whatnot. We got blue screens all over the place behind them and everything. You got some dude right over here that's dressed up in a blue, like, monster outfit. Obviously, that's going to be replaced. You got people with tridents. It's all insane looking. It's all very insane looking, but... Uh, you know, it's going to look, you know, obviously gorgeous when we actually see it on the silver screen. But yeah, there you go, guys. A uh, snuck in, you know, he just he just snuck it in, snuck it in his Instagram stories, took a page out of David Ayer's book because David Ayer keeps on posting like Ayer cut little snippets in his Instagram stories. And this is what Jason Momoa did right there. <laughs> it does. It does. Come on. How does it not? That's what I love about movie making is like, it looks ridiculous. It's, you know, it just looks ridiculous when you see stuff, people in costumes, blue screens, green screens, everything looks uh, crazy. And then it's just like, when you finally see it on the silver screen, it's just, it's a work of art. Yeah, it's just crazy. 
It's just absolutely crazy. So that's what I love about seeing these behind-the-scenes images because of how ridiculous they actually look. And then when you actually see them and you go, oh, yeah, there it is. You start doing the whole, like, uh, Leo DiCaprio thing. Like, there's the shot. There's the shot right there. It's good stuff. Hey, we got Rhea right here. Subscribe to her channel. She's doing her gaming stuff. Uh, let's see right here. I had to do a double take right here. Apparently, uh, Kate Beckinsale is in a movie called Canary Black. I was like, what? Canary Black? So there's a movie called Canary Black, and we're waiting to see if we're going to get the Black Canary movie. Interesting. Very, very interesting. So uh, we got James Gunn before he took the weekend off from Twitter. He said right here, when, when people ask how Peter Saffron and I settle our differences while running DC, I tell them I do it how we've been, have we always done it, and this photo from a few years ago shows it. So, yeah, rock'em, sock'em robots. That's how they're going to do it right there, of course. Oh, look at that. Oh, you got to love that image right there. Got to love that image. And yes, it turned out it was there. Uh, they announced like a whole Back to the Future online shop, which I'm going to end up buying too much stuff from there. Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Ah, man. We talked about this a little bit on the vodka stream, but ugh, ugh. yes, sadly, Westworld got canceled. One of the. Uh, one of the you know shows that uh, got killed off because of all everything that's happening when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery. But yes, Westworld has um, has been canceled, and I just I got into it this year big time. You know, I finally fired it up, and I got hooked. I got hooked big time, and uh, you know, it was really really just thought it was just excellent sci-fi. Uh, are all the seasons like the same? No, I mean it goes off on a crazy like tangent stuff season one obviously is the best season but season two probably my least favorite season but still good and then they just went i just the way that they took it was season three then season four was absolutely crazy and then the way that i was like going how are they gonna do it with season five what's gonna happen i was very very curious because i'm like where does it go from here Sadly, we might not see that unless they shop it around to Amazon, Netflix. I don't know. Hopefully somebody might be able to pick it up. But, uh, yeah, that was disappointing to see that. But, hey, what can you do? You know, what can you do? <sighs> and then, of course, all the release to air cut stuff. We have, uh, of course, Wayne T. Carr talking about that. I appreciate Anderson uh, Miller. He's uh, trying to campaign to get David Ayer onto the vodka stream, which, of course, you know, as I always say, David Ayer, he still follows me on Twitter, which is cool. Um, I always say that David Ayer, and I, I might, hmm, yeah. Anyways, now there's something I wanted to say, but I, I'll say it probably in like a members thing or a Patreon thing. Anyways, uh, when it comes to David Ayer, you know, he's always got, the door is always open for him to come onto the vodka stream. Hey, have yourself a drink. You want to talk? Let's talk. You know, so I'm not going to just like bombard him with a bunch of uh, direct messages or anything like that. If he wants to do it, he wants to do it. It's fine. I know there's some crazy politics that happens when it comes to all this fandom stuff. And when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to certain Twitter handles and then you're like, who's running these Twitter handles? Oh, usually those guys don't like me that much. And, you know, so. I don't know. To me, I'm like, all right, he's still following me on Twitter. Hopefully, like the whole, you know, somebody doesn't start talking into his ear. Kind of just being like, yeah, don't go on that asshole's, you know, live stream or whatever. Um, you know, because that's happened before. Like, I was always wanting to get Ray Fisher on. That didn't happen because I think it just, 
the whole politics of like the phantom and people that were in the ear and you know these guys don't know all that stuff they just want to get the message out there and try to get this whole thing going which i'm all about i'm like i'll put any kind of whatever aside you know any beefs or whatever the hell aside but yeah sadly that's what happens and you know if you're ever wondering why ray fisher never you know showed up on here i think it was just because yep there was just people that uh you know did not like me that we're talking to him and saying, hey, don't go on that guy's uh, live stream. Anyways, uh, continuing on, more air cut stuff. We, of course, got Miss Liz Wonder, who just, uh, she takes she takes cosplay to a whole other level because it's not just, you know, put on a, a tight outfit and be like, hey, here I am. No, she transforms. She does the makeup. She does the facial expressions. She does everything. And there you go. There she is as Harley right there. Of course, we're doing that. But yeah, a lot of stuff right there. Hey, we got a shot of June right here that was not in the uh, studio version. And so that was good. Um, yeah, so just a lot of tweeting about that. A lot of good art right there. You know, tweeting all the stuff. And then Time Travel invented uh, 67 years ago on November 5th. Significant. We got Alessandro, of course. Uh, did another, you know, he did a video where he kind of combined Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad. Really cool, like, uh, art right here. Really love that. He's the one that designed the image behind me of myself looking at my own symbol, so that's pretty cool. We got Sophia Batella and uh, Jared Leto right here. Obviously, we could see Sophia's short haircut that she's rocking for Rebel Moon. And, uh, you know, Aaron Bailey and uh, Dawson, they talked about meeting her when they did the set visit, so that was pretty cool. I forgot that, uh, you know, Miss Katana, like, they had this... They had this um, tattoo on her back for karen miss karen right here so dang i totally forgot that that was part of you know all that and i'm like oh man we could have they could have showed that rock that i don't know if there was any any time where they were going to show like that right there for her but that would have been kind of cool you know we just want more karen fukuhara you know that's all that's what we want we want more katana story so that's what i'm saying but yeah I totally forgot that she's rocking that right there. And I'm like, thank you, Scott, for uh, reminding me about that. And then speaking of Aaron Bailey, he uh, designed this uh, air cut, released the air cut Joker, Joker uh, image right here with the crowbar and everything. Of course, killing Robin, it's looking like. And then, of course, there was the, the Geek First thing, the Patreon. Make sure you guys check that out. We have this right here. We got David Ayer with the, uh, the crew. With the crew, the, uh, well, I guess you could say almost like a SEAL team crew right there. Mr. Scott Eastwood is right there. Not sure who these other guys, I think some of these guys are actually legit, you know, special forces guys right here. So, uh, anyways, and then, of course, we had this right here, too. We talked about this on the Patreon stream, how this little boy, little Clark in Superman 78, he was also in a sequel. He played the kid right here in the phone booth. So he was in, I think that was Superman 2, yeah. And then, of course, he was in uh, Man of Steel also as one of the soldiers. So this kid has been all over Superman, but he's not, no longer a kid, obviously. But, yeah, so that was pretty cool. We mentioned that. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, yeah, the time went back. And, yes, congratulations to the Astros, whatever. Yeah, I know a lot of us kind of hate the Astros. But I will say, being a Giants fan, uh, you know, uh, Dusty Baker is Giants royalty, so I could be happy for Dusty Baker. But, you know, Altuve is a different story. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we got? More box office, of course. Yeah, the box office. Uh, it, it, I, 
<laughs> I mean, this was my, uh, of course, my thumbnail for the box office video yesterday because the Terrifier costs like $250,000 and it's at like $10 million. So do the math on that making so much damn money, you better believe there's going to be another sequel. Meanwhile, you have Black Adam, a huge blockbuster that costs hundreds of millions of dollars that is struggling. And it's just, uh, yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, that's a perfect little uh, thumbnail right there. It's creepy as hell. That's the Terrifier right there. So, uh, anyways. Um, was oh yeah he's also is he wasn't he did he was also part of the giants organization too right uh but anyways yeah the terrifier yeah uh i don't i know i've heard i i've heard when it comes to the terrifier i've heard that uh, i i somebody i was listening to a podcast and they explained one of the scenes and yeah i was like wow yeah that's pretty graphic just hearing the scene right there i was like wow yeesh yeesh Man, the Terrifier. Yeah, exactly. There's that's the sequel too, by the way. That's not even that's the sequel of the Terrifier. I didn't even know there's a first one, but yeah, apparently it's just really, really graphic. And uh, my God, it's crazy. But anyways, all right. What else we got here? This is a pretty funny video. Hey, there you go. I got the Joker. Uh, you know. He towed the Batmobile right there. I think I've seen this video before, but it was just kind of cool to see it uh, to see it again. Then we got Todd McFarlane right here uh, showing off a variant cover for um, Spawn and Batman right here. So that's gonna be cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick up. I'm gonna have to pick up that. We got Joe Mang, Joe Manganiello. We got Deathstroke himself hanging out with some Metallica right here at the Hard Rock. Well, there you go, hanging out with Kirk and Lars right there at the Hard Rock, wearing that. And remember, that was one of the things when I interviewed Joe Manganiello on Justice Con, which was a little bit of a rough one. It was it was kind of rough because there was audio issues and he was using a, an iPad, which was not helping. Uh, you know, we broke the ice on our love for Metallica. So that's that was always good. There's Sophia again right there. Very exotic. Very gorgeous. Uh, we got Ironheart. It will be a direct sequel to Wakanda Forever, confirms producer Nate Moore. There are some interesting repercussions to her adventures that will set her on a fun course. So anybody uh, looking forward to Ironheart, you know? That's what it is. And then we got our first look at Dwayne Johnson and uh, Chris Evans in Red One, which is about Santa Claus and stuff. I don't know exactly, you know, what it's going to, what's going to be about, but it's just cool. There you go. We got Dwayne Johnson looking very much like Dwayne Johnson. We have Chris Evans looking very much like Chris Evans, but he always changes his facial facial hair and hair a lot. Dwayne Johnson just he's just he just looks like Dwayne Johnson, but you know Chris Evans was like, all right, I'm gonna have a uh, a somewhat beard and uh, and hair like that. So there you go. There's your first image of the red one. J.K. Simmons and Bonnie Hunt will be playing Santa and Mrs. Claus, so that'll be uh, interesting. And then we got our very own, uh, hey, we got our very own Black Adam over here, Mr. Anthony ACS, doing some cosplay. Apparently, he went to, uh, he went to, where did he go? He said, uh, had an, uh, had a, a experience entering my first cosplay contest this past weekend, even though I didn't win. I did learn a lot from some of these contests, or how are they judged, some that will help me future going. So, there you go. So, Anthony, big dude right there. Big man right there. Pretty cool. And there we go. Look at this. We got a new Shazam Fury of the Gods poster right here. 
it's interesting. I like it, and I don't like it at the same time. <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings, but for for the most part, I do like I do like it. It's it's cool. It's it's interesting. I mean, he's doing like some kind of like lean back thing. He's doing, of course, the uh, what you call it symbol, the Hawaii little you know whatever the hell um, with his uh, hand right there. But uh, yeah, I mean. It's uh, it's better than floating heads, I guess, right? So, you know, it's nothing wrong with this. I think it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's not too shabby right there. So, uh, I don't like the, you don't like the costume. Uh, I like the costume design. Yeah, the costume's uh, good. The poster looks like a man, like a man of steel. Yeah, it, it kind of does. I'm kind of wondering if they're really kind of going for something like that. Are they really going for that? That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, if, are they going for like a, you know, hey, it's going to be crazy, almost like Man of Steel, BBS type. Let's put some madness in the background. But hey, it's Shazam. He's a kid, so why not? Is he on a Oh, he is on a hoverboard. Jesus Christ, look at you. I didn't even notice that. Did not even notice that. I'm sitting here just like looking at all this. Did not even realize that he's on like some kind of hoverboard or scooter thing. So that's, I didn't even, <laughs> did not even notice that. Thank you, uh, Bat City stuff right there. I did not even notice that the fact that there's some wheels down there. This shows you how much I looked at this damn thing right there. I was too busy looking at the, the hand and the facial expression and the cape. The cape looks great. Definitely looks great. But yeah, so, and the costume is definitely an upgrade. But yeah, I totally didn't realize that he's on like a, either a scooter or a hoverboard kind of thing. Did not even realize that. So, Adorable. I like it. I dig it. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Hey, guess what? Oscars have a host this year, and it's going to be Jimmy Kimmel again. So, cool. I'll definitely not be watching it again like usual, but, you know, probably talk about the stuff and everything. So, and, yeah, that cape flap, cape porn, man, cape porn. And then we got Boss Logic right here. This is pretty cool. I like this. You got the uh, silver Superman emblem, and you got the uh, the bolt right there, which I'm pretty much signifying that it's actually Black Adam, not Shazam, of course. We have a new look at uh, Stephen Lang and uh, Avatar, The Way of the Water. There he is right there. Pretty cool. And then guess what, guys? We have Daniel Kulia. I always say his last name wrong. I apologize. He's going to be voicing Spider-Punk in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So we got another voice cast right there. Uh, I guess this will this could be my costume next year, guys. I mean, obviously, everybody's talking about this Zac Efron, uh, you know, Iron Claw A24 movie. We talked about it last week and his transformation. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll rock this costume, uh, next year, but thank you for your Jason for putting my face on him. Um, uh, I might have to start working out just a little harder if I'm going to get arms like that, but yeah, anyway, so there you go. Got that He-Man haircut right there. He-Man, I have the power. Netflix tweeted this out. Gears of War was released 16 years ago today. And to mark the occasion, Netflix has partnered with the coalition, uh, coalition, to adapt the Gears of War video game saga into a live-action feature, followed by an adult animated series with the potential for more stories to follow. So there you go. The, anybody who's been clamoring for a Gears of War live-action, it's finally, finally happening over that Netflix. I know it's been talked about, rumored, all this stuff. I think one of the creators of the game is like, like totally campaigning for uh, Dave Batista to be uh, the lead role or whatever. So that's cool. Hey, if you're wondering if we're going to get the Flash trailer sometime this year, womp womp, not going to happen, sadly. Um, according to Flash Film News, and yes, I trust them with the news just because I do, um, the Flash 
trailer will not be dropping this December. We can expect, uh, you know, obviously anticipated for, uh, for 2023. I just don't know. We don't know when exactly it's going to be. You would think that they'd want to drop a trailer. Well, I mean, obviously there's probably going to be a trailer when it comes to the flash. That's what my guess is is it'll debut with The Flash. So March, I'm guessing March will probably get something. Maybe they'll drop it earlier. Maybe they'll drop it in February. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But uh, I was hoping that we were going to get a tease, at least a tease. I mean, we got a somewhat tease already when it came to DC Fandom, yes. But hopefully something a little bit, you know, a little bit more. Get a little, you know, an actual authentic teaser would be nice when it comes to the flash but uh yeah i guess we're not going to get anything like that till early next year i'm guessing probably march i don't know like i said i have no information about this but uh you know they uh, flash film news are always on top of stuff when it comes to that their connections are good so i'm just saying uh anybody who doubts that stuff i'm just saying i would trust them for sure so but yeah not happening anytime soon i guess we'll have to wait a little bit but uh Hopefully it'll be a freaking awesome trailer or teaser. And then we got another shot of Margot Robbie and uh, Diego uh, Calva right there. And, you know, she's just looking like a hot mess right there. Uh, emphasize hot mess. Yes, for sure. We got Aaron Bailey right here dropping some art from uh, Rebel Moon. Now, this guy has visited the set. So if he's dropping something like this, maybe we're going to see something like this in the movie. So that looks pretty damn sweet. So he got some ideas. And then speaking of Zac Efron, he dropped this image right here. <laughs> some An action shot. Look at this. I don't know. I've actually, I've been talking, you know, I've heard some good things just, you know, from people I've talked to about this movie. This might be a movie where Zac Efron finally gets like some, you know, where it's just like, oh, no, it's just Zac Efron, pretty boy and whatever the hell. And But he's been in some stinkers, of course. But uh, this one actually might, you know, put him on the uh, the acting map. But yeah, this is an action shot. You know, just some, uh, just him leaping up in the air in a in a turquoise speeder speedo right there. So I'm not gonna zoom in on the junk, okay? I know Jose wants me to, but I'm not gonna do that, okay? Anyways, um, we'll talk more about this. Hey, uh, Mark Norman uh, with the zinger right here. Uh, he's like my favorite comedian right now. Alcohol kills 2.5 million people per year. And Mark Norman says. But think about how many it produces. Ah, zing. So there you go. I just thought that was a good little zinger right there. Anyways. Ah, that's right. David knows uh, what exactly. Yeah, I know what he's looking for right there. I know what exactly what he's looking for. He wanted to uh, zoom in on the junk. Probably just comparing nothing wrong. <laughs> just comparing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard some good things about that movie. I mean, it's an A24 movie. I haven't. I haven't uh, delved into the uh, the story of Iron Claw, that guy. I hear it's like a really sad story. So, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, Zac Efron, you know, get, 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 get. Maybe you'll get some credit for all this because, yeah, you've been in some stinkers re recently. And hopefully this will, like, help all with that. But anyways, let's talk about the main topic. Obviously, when it comes to the air cut, take a little sippy right here. It's raining, guys. It is raining. We have a we have a nice little storm that's happening. Our first little fall cold storm that's happening. It's great. The heat is finally gone, guys. The heat is gone from California. We're finally in fall weather. It was like, you know, it wasn't too hot last week, and now we're just full on. It's raining right now. It's 58 degrees. 
we are now in this weather where it's just like cool. So yeah, we're going to have this storm that's going to be coming in for like the next two days. It was kind of raining on and off right now. And now it started raining again. So there we go. Drought over. Their drought is over. So, you know, it's just Mother Nature getting excited by seeing that Zac Efron shot. Hey, anyways. um, Okay. Got a little uh, raunchy right there, but what can I do? You know, I wonder. Uh, anyways. So when it comes to... uh. The campaign, good job, everybody. Everybody uh, deserves a hand. I mean, obviously, uh, it didn't do, of course, the release of Snyder Cut numbers, but you got to take it in like this. It did a quarter of a million, okay? So we saw like about, what, 200? I think it got to about, it got over 250,000. I don't know what the full-on final number is. It's kind of hard to look at that. All right, I just didn't look at that, but it was like about a quarter of a million dollars, million dollars, million tweets. It's not even a quarter, yeah, quarter of a million hashtags, all that stuff. So, and, uh, yeah, we all did a good job. And, you know, David Ayer, of course, posted release. He posted the hashtag the next day on Sunday, which I thought was cool. Sadly, nobody from the cast took part in it. And I think that's what really helped the release of Snyder cut portion of it was like, you know, we had Ben and Gal and Ray and Jason and all those guys, tweeted out released the uh the snyder cut sadly nobody we were kind of hoping that maybe jared leto would say something it would have been a huge like even if will smith said something but i know it's right now when it comes to will smith he's like not posting nearly as much as he did so yeah two hundred fifty-four thousand right there so thank you uh alec zoo but uh yeah so good job good job on everybody you know there's a lot of uh you know some cool art some cool gifts some cool things that were thrown around and uh, hopefully it did help some things. But uh, hey, Casey, he's a member. He's been a member, let's see, for 22 months. Gun Saffron will bring the DCU to new heights. I can't. It's just so hard for me to say the DCU. DCU. I, I just, I, it's going to be, I, I can't. It's hard for me. I, we talked about this last week. I'm like, how do I, how do I, you know, I've been saying DCEU for like the past, what, like seven years or something like that? How long have we been saying DCEU? It's hard for me to go DCU. It's very difficult, man. Very, very difficult. I can't, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. DCU is for the, I know, it should be DCEU. I went from DCEU. <laughs> I know, right? It sounds like I'm saying EU. But anyway, so, no, good job, everybody. It was good. Like I said, I think that was, that was, a, I, I was hoping for 300K. I, when people were asking me, how, how, how much do you think it could get to? And I thought maybe 300K, but, you know, a quarter of a million, not bad. Quarter of a million ain't bad. Obviously, it, uh, you know, people saw it. People, you know, there was things that were written about it and stuff like that. And then the biggest thing, because we were obviously wanting, you know, the one of the new DC heads to actually, you know, tag him. We wanted to tag him and everything like that. And uh, so obviously, you know, when it came to when it came to James Gunn, we were like hoping that he would see something. And I was really hoping because we've been talking about it's like, hey, what James Gunn has, the, the the advantage that James Gunn has is he he has a social media presence. He definitely has a social media presence. So it's like, all right, utilize that, James. You need to utilize that the best you can. And I love the fact that he just didn't ignore all this stuff. He decided, hey, let's uh, let, I'm going to acknowledge it right now. So here's what he tweeted out yesterday when uh, he, you know, came back from his like uh, Twitter silence. He says right here, oh, opened up Twitter. Uh, James Gunn right here said uh, opened up Twitter 
at the end of a long creative weekend to see the many tweets to hashtag save legends of tomorrow and hashtag release the air cut and fan support for other DC projects over the years. The majority of these requests were enthusiastic and respectful. So again, good job. Majority. See, the fact of the matter is he is pointing out, just like he pointed out when it comes to the Snyder community, that a majority of them are respectful and doing great things. Not everybody, you know, is doing is uh, being a toxic dickhead, you know. And then he continues on by saying, as the new and first ever CEOs of DC um, Studios, Peter and I think it's important we acknowledge you, the fans, and let you know, we hear your different desires for the pathways forward for DC. Although our ability to interact on Twitter has been lessened due to the workload of our new positions, we are listening and open to everything we embark on this journey and will continue to do so for the next few years. But all our initial focus is on the story going forward, hammering out the new DCU and telling the biggest story ever told across multiple films, television shows, and animated projects. That's interesting. That's something Marvel hasn't... Well, they kind of did it, I guess, with uh, What If. But, uh, you know, it'd be good for DC to, to tackle that because, my God, they've done really good, you know animated projects and then uh james gunn says right here he finishes off the thread by saying we invite all of the dc fandoms from across the multiverse and everyone else as well into the new universe we can't wait to reveal more i can't wait for it either and okay so when it came to all this when it came to all this and um obviously um you know some people didn't take it they, they took it as oh he said no he said no and it was kind of funny seeing like people like uh, react to it, react to what he was saying right here. I think uh, a majority of the people were talk were mainly looking at uh, this right here. This uh, part of the tweet said, "But our initial focus is on the story going forward." Which, yes, duh, of course it is. Of course, the initial focus is going to be moving forward. Why wouldn't it be? That's the big thing. That's why they were hired on for moving forward. That doesn't mean. That there could be like, hey, how much do you need for the air cut? Oh, about seven, eight? That's not too bad. I think we could pull that off. Put that on HBO Max? Okay, here you go, Dave. You know, again, it doesn't mean that it's, there's... When people were flat out going like, oh my God, he said no, fuck all this, I'm done, I'm whatever. And then, of course, you get those proclamations. I'm done, I'm not going to be paying anything for the DC. Yeah, it's like, shut up, shut up. God, I hate that. Again, with the proclamations. No one thinks you're cool. Well, I guess some people think you're cool, you know, yeah, people that simp your account. I don't know. It's just weird with the proclamations. I'm not going to pay a cent anymore or something like that. They're not going to. You see those proclamations that they're like people saying they're done. I'm out. I'm like, good. All right. Then stop tweeting about it. If you're done, stop tweeting about it. But again, just like how people were like, hey, I'm done. I'm done. You know, when it comes to Twitter, I don't like what it's turned into. And then they come back and they have to like be like F Elon and all that stuff. You know, it's just the way it is. People always like to make the proclamations, but they crave the attention when it comes to Twitter. It's weird. But I think a lot of people are just like looking at that, you know, which is like, I, I don't see it as a yes. I don't see it as a no. I see it as one of those things where it's like, all right, he's he heard you. They heard you. They heard us. They heard everybody talking about this. They've all they all read the tweets. They saw the stuff. 
James Gunn commented about saying that it was enthusiastic and respectful, which is great. Good job, everybody. Good job of being enthusiastic and respectful. That's the way it should be. Obviously, there's always going to be the bad apples. Sure. But I'm just glad that he acknowledged that it was enthusiastic and respectful. Didn't say no. Didn't say yes. Quite, quite right. But at the same time, who knows when it comes to all this? There could be something that's happening. I mean, obviously, when it comes to David Ayer, he's always been on the side of like James Gunn and always been respectful to him, which has always been great, which, of course, uh, when it comes to David Ayer, uh, he actually tweeted out when uh, he tweeted this right here. Uh, let's see right here. David Ayer even said beautifully said, James, DC is lucky to have you. So naturally, when it comes to that, and of course, James Gunn responded with a heart. So just kind of shows you right there. It's like, yeah, be respectful. I got to be respectful. I know there's like, uh, there's that fringe side of the, you know, of the fandom that absolutely loathes. They don't just hate, they loathe. I was talking about this yesterday where I was like, it's, it's not that they hate them. They just loathe them. They hate them so much. So they can't, you know, by my, by any means, they can't just give them the time of day. But at the same time, it's like, you know, when it came to the Snyder cut, it was just one of those things where it's like, all right, well, the Snyder Cut took on, it was like a whole different beast. It was like, it turned mainstream. It was just like a whole different beast. Not to mention it was Justice League. Not to mention it was a huge, big budget, obviously, huge movie. And, uh, you know, they took the chance on it. And I think uh, it was a good, it was good taking the chance. Hopefully these guys take the chance on the air cut because it's only going to be a fraction of what, David Ayer only needs a fraction of what Zack Snyder needed to finish the damn movie. So hopefully that maybe something happened or maybe it could just be one of those situations where, you know, and I and I even thought that maybe the Snyder Cut was going to be something like that, too. If you go back to some of those old videos uh, talking about the Snyder Cut when things weren't, you know, quite it just didn't seem like things were going to be happening quite yet. And I would say, hey, we might be in for the long haul here, guys. We might be here in the long haul. It could be a Donner situation and the Donner cut didn't come out till what? How many years after what? How long would it take for the Donner cut to come out when it came to Superman 2? I mean, sometimes it just maybe things could happen, but then you never know. Some fluke thing could happen and all of a sudden it's like, all right, let's just freaking release this thing. It's uh, maybe David Ayer when he pitched it and he said, this is how much money I need. We can even cut it down from that. Maybe they even lower the budget a little bit and maybe they'll be like, you know what? We can actually do that. People are obviously look at the, the trending campaign. People want it. Why not put it out there? Throw it on HBO Max. You're done. And then continue on moving forward and looking at uh, things moving forward. But the fact of the matter is, when it comes to James Gunn and what he posted, I look at it as he didn't say no, didn't say yes, and pointed out how respectful and enthusiastic the fans were, didn't throw anybody on the bus, didn't call anybody bots or anything like that, had nothing negative to say right there. Nothing negative. There was nothing that I saw right there that was negative. Not at all. And I think, uh, I think we still have a good chance for the thing to happen. And the fact that David Ayer himself quote tweeted it, and just said, like, you know, thank you, said it was, like, very nicely said, and all that stuff. So that's the way you got to look at it right there. That's the way I'm looking at it. I mean, if you look at it like he totally said, you know, F no, it's not going to happen, that's on you, that's not on me. I think most of us can agree that I think what he said right there was great. So, ah, but it's like, God damn it, man, can we just, you know. It's just funny, though, because obviously when it comes to, uh, you know, the certain scoopsy-daisies, out there that were saying that it was going to get released this year, released this month, maybe, maybe in their like, uh, you know, scooper, uh, quick crystal ball. 
they were they 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 misread their crystal ball by saying like, oh no no, we didn't mean that it was going to get released in November. We just we meant that James Gunn, the DC head, which they didn't scoop. Uh, in fact, they hated, you know, they're throwing hate at James Gunn like crazy, but they didn't scoop the whole James Gunn being the DC studio's head. Maybe their crystal ball, they just misread it. And, and it was just going to be James Gunn was going to actually tweet out the hashtag in November. Maybe that's what they meant. I don't know. You know, again, you know, when it comes to the, the scooping game, again, it's just take a dart blindfold and throw it at the fucking dartboard. Oh yeah. Let's just say that. Huh. <sighs> telling you it's a game you don't want to get in game you don't want to get in for sure it's imminent it's imminent it's imminent you can still use that word that's why you use that kind of buzzword right there that's why i always say oh yeah the imminent word because imminent could just mean oh yeah it could happen anytime from now until 10 years from now so if the air cut gets released like six years from now hey i told you i said it was imminent right (laughs) it's like get the hell out of here nope 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 Sorry, doesn't work that way. Anyways, all right, let's move on to the next topic. Ah, Jason Momoa. All right, so apparently Jason Momoa is teasing something, and we're all just kind of scratching our heads. It's very interesting. There's two videos. We have one that he shot himself that I'm going to show you, and then E.T. Canada interviewed him for his uh, new movie that's going to be coming out, his, uh, I guess, that, that one on Netflix or whatever. Um, and they asked him about, you know, certain things, or they asked him about James Gunn and Peter Saffron. So let's first uh, talk about this. Let's uh, show this video right here that he took himself. Boop. Worst thing in the world. All right, this needs to be documented. What's the date today? The 6th. The 6th of November. The greatest news, some of the greatest news in my life just happened. I can't say anything about it. Fuck yes! Oh! I, can't I think he's excited. I don't know about you guys. Let me share anything. I want you to remember this date, November 6th. Mwah! You know who you are? Mwah! Mwah, maestro. Mwah! Remember, remember, the 6th of November, I guess. But, uh, yeah, there you go. So he's excited. He can't say anything. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny because, like, when you see all this and you're just like, hmm, all right, so what could this be? It could be anything. I mean, that's why, like, when this stuff kind of happens, I mean, I think, you know, you, you get burned before. Obviously, immediately everybody always goes to what DC, what, what DC, pro- DC, DC, DC project. And I'm just going, well, maybe it's something else. It could be something else. He, it looks like he's in Hawaii. It could be something like that. Could be something with his water company. I don't know. Uh, but obviously he can't really say anything. And then, of course, people are talking about Maestro and then tying that to when Ezra Miller said Maestro like a while ago. I don't know. I saw that and I'm like, Jesus, you guys are really reaching. <laughs> you guys are really reaching when it comes to that. But then we got this right here. We got uh, we got uh, we got Entertainment Canada right here that has basically uh, interviewed him. And here's what he had to say about uh, James Gunn and Saffron right here. Now, uh, Jason, with Henry Cavill back in the tights as Superman, I gotta say, man, it looks like things are open for the for the JL to come back together. Maybe take on Black Adam. What are your thoughts? I think with Peter Safran and uh, Mr. Gunn at the helm now of DC, I'm very excited about that. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool things gonna be coming up. 
and uh, one of my dreams come true will be happening under their watch. So stay tuned. Now, so one of his dreams come, dream, one of his dreams coming true. So a dream project. So that's where you just start scratching your head again. Like, what the hell? Okay. Dream project, but it's going to be under Saffron and, and Gun. So it has to be, uh, has to be something DC related now. So now it's like one of those things where you scratch your head and you kind of go like, okay. And then, of course, I'm seeing people in the chat going like Maestro. And they're either saying Maestro is either Zach or it's Andy. And it's just like, uh, which one is it? Which one is it? You know, it's like, first off, I don't think one of his dreams would be um, uh, Zach coming back. I don't think that's one of his dreams. I think that's one of the things that he would love to happen for sure. But dreams, I don't think that's the case. Uh, when it comes to a, J a Justice League project, I don't think that would be one of his dreams either. It just seems a little strange. Like another Justice League project would be one of his dreams. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe one of his dreams was to work with Andy Muschietti. I know that's the new. That's a new rumor right there too. Is well, it's not really a new rumor, but it's um, it's coming back again that that Andy Muschietti will be directing the next Justice League movie. Which yeah, most likely going to be the case. They love him over there. They love that guy, David Zaslav. They love that guy. Uh, just kind of shows you why you know the Flash is going to be probably phenomenal, and they trust that and he just seems like a great guy him and barbara seem like just great people and he's gonna be the guy he's gonna be the guy so i don't doubt that and the fact that that rumor is coming back i don't doubt it at all i think for sure that if they're going to do another justice league movie after a superman movie which would be crazy if they actually lead into it from a superman movie well that would be insane james gunn you're listening um and then have muschietti direct the justice league movie i'd be perfectly fine with it you know, I'm thinking that the Flash is going to be something special, but they love him over there, and I think they're going to trust him with that. I don't know, like, you know, when it comes... I know some people are saying that maybe Andy Muschietti could do the Superman movie. No, I don't like that. I think what what's going to happen is either he's going to, you know, do a Justice League movie, then may, maybe do a Flash sequel. I don't know, but who knows when it comes to all that and Ezra and everything like that. So, But, yeah, I totally uh, think that that um, is definitely a, a thing that's going to be announced, that could be announced is he's going to be uh, directing the Justice League movie. The next one, um, because they trust him, they like him over there, they like uh, him and his, uh, what, sister? Um, so I guess we'll see. Uh, let's see, so many options. Andy directing, yeah, I mean, Zach, Zach, I could see Zach being a producer on that for sure. And I, God knows like what they could use from what Zach uh, was trying to, you know, when it came to his sequels for that could be something with there. I don't know. There could be could be many things. You know, I would say that Zach would be involved. Zach could very much be involved in it. You know, that's very much involved in the Superman movie, too. I mean, obviously, he's creating this big, huge universe. He's got two universes over at Netflix. But, you know, he could find time to, you know, chime in on a couple of Zoom meetings and being like, hey, you know, have put in some input, put in some ideas, watch some footage, watch some dailies. He could do that. You know, he could take that on. I mean, obviously, when it came to that message that he gave Henry Cavill during that Henry Cavill interview a couple of weeks ago, he did say, I can't wait to work with you again. That could be one of the things. He could be very much a producer on some of these. James Gunn and hopefully Peter Saffron is like, all right, all right, you know, that's that's fine because, you know, uh, anyways, you know, that's all in the past, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, we can have... Zack Snyder come back in and at least like have, you know, an actual full on producing credit, you know, 
full-on producing where he actually gives some input. Because I don't think he gave any input in Wonder Woman 89. 89, 80, 84. <clears throat> Anyways, so I digress. All right. Now let's go over to the Marvel world right here. We got, uh, of course, uh, we're all looking forward to Deadpool 3 with Hugh Jackman returning as as uh, as um, Wolverine. And uh, according to Ryan Reynolds, because we're just going to be getting these little tidbits every now and again, but according to Ryan Reynolds, when it comes to... Um, what am I doing here? When it comes to... Uh, when it comes to uh, uh, convincing Hugh Jackman to return, he said, uh, Ryan Reynolds reveals... It was Hugh Jackman's idea to return as Wolverine. So actor Ryan Reynolds recently revealed that it was Hugh Jackman's idea to return as Wolverine in Deadpool 3, beginning in 2000 with a, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We heard all that. So Logan, blah, blah, blah. In a recent interview with Collider, this is what uh, Ryan Reynolds had to say. He said, I think you're giving me too much credit. I don't believe that I'm responsible for Hugh coming back. I always wanted Hugh to come back. But first meeting with Kevin Feige when Disney bought Fox years ago, maybe three years ago or three and a half, four years ago, I'm not sure, was about doing a movie with the two of us, a Deadpool Wolverine movie. And it was uh, not possible at the time. And then Hugh just happened to call at the perfect moment and express he'd be interested in coming back and doing this one more time. One more time? Is it really going to be one more time? I doubt it. Uh, and the contents of that conversation, I'll let Hugh, because I know it's only inevitable that you and Hugh are going to speak at some point soon, I'm sure. I'll let Hugh answer that on his own, but he expressed interest in coming back, and then it was my job to take that to Kevin Feige one more time and sell it. So there you go. So basically, you know, we heard about Ryan Reynolds going like, hey, you know, my pitch would be this, you know, road movie, buddy road movie with uh, Wolverine and Deadpool. But of course, that wasn't possible because of, you know, obviously the, you know, the Fox still had it and all this kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. But then, uh, you know, when it came time, I mean, and he even said, I think Hugh Jackman said it in another interview. He said that 20 minutes into watching the first Deadpool in the movie theater, he was like, shit, I would love to come back and, you know and have fun with something like this. I mean, Hugh Jackman said that before. So then naturally it was just like, there was no convincing. I mean, obviously, you know, we saw like Twitter doing all that stuff and, you know, Ryan like tweeting at him and always mentioning that he'd want Hugh Jackman to come back. But I mean, it sounds to me like Hugh Jackman, you know, Hugh Jackman, again, after he saw Deadpool, he's just like that, that is it. But the fact of the matter is one more time, one more time. Okay. Okay. Hugh, one more time. Secret Wars, eh, eh, I think that's happening. I think that's happening. At least Secret Wars. You know, you know. I don't know. I just that's that's my feeling of it. I don't know. I mean, I'm just not, not like I've heard anything or anything like that. I'm just going. Eh, I think he might show up in Secret Wars. I think he might. I think we all can agree with that, right? Right. Hey yo. I gotta do another Rambo. Let's do this. Let's do this. That's right. I'm 76 years old. Gotta pass the torch. Sylvester Stallone, um, if you didn't gather what I was uh, doing an impression of, which, you know, um, he just got interviewed. He had like a big whole thing. I think it was on, uh, what was it on? Yeah, it was on THR. Uh, basically talking about, uh, there was like supposed to be, well, basically this is what's, what, this is what <laughs> they were going to do this with Die Hard too. And I didn't want to, I, I was kind of like, eh, about this too. 
Um, so basically, when it come when it came to like Die Hard, when it came to Rambo, they were gonna do like the whole approach of Solo, do a prequel, kind of see a young, a young version of the character with a different actor, and kind of doing like a young story, you know, a prequel to these movies, these iconic characters. I mean, obviously the Solo thing didn't work, but it wasn't just it wasn't so much that it was like, yeah, you know, all the difficulties behind the scenes and everything like that. But anyways. When it comes to uh, one of the things that Sylvester Stallone said is, uh, you know, one of the things that was going to be happening with uh, they were going to do a prequel with Rambo showing a younger version of blah, blah, blah. But the reason why that, that's always weird and I would say like doesn't work because, I mean, especially with like him and Die Hard. I mean, like like if they were going to do a, a prequel to Die Hard with a, a younger John McClane, it's like, well, I mean, these guys weren't like old men when they first made those movies. I mean, how old were they? They were in like their 30s, right? Uh, at least when it when it came to the first movie, I mean, when you think about the first Rambo movie, it wasn't called Rambo; it was called First Blood, and you know it was pretty different from the uh, the sequels. If you think about it, I mean, he wasn't like this action hero; he's just a dude coming back from the war, and then he was getting fucked with by this the local towny fucking people right there, and then he decided, you know, he's got you got PTSD and all this stuff. I mean, first Rambo movie is a fucking fantastic movie. And then, of course, when it got to the other Rambo movies, it was just like action, action, greasy, shirtless, uh, testosterone, you know, it was that. You know, and then when it came to, um, you know, even like with Die Hard, it's like, would you want like a young John McClane movie? I don't know. So apparently what they're going to be doing, what Sylvester Stallone said is, nope, they're not going to do that. They're going to do a sequel that's going to feature Rambo, and then he's going to pass a torch. So essentially, it's going to be Creed <laughs> in the Rambo movie. Um, you know, I mean, what can he do? I mean, it's it's like you either do a prequel or you do a sequel or you pass a torch. I mean, the dude's 76 years old, still in great shape. But yeah, time to pass a torch, which means he'll probably get shot, dead, whatever the hell. I don't know. But uh, that's what's uh, what, that's what's going to be happening with this uh, this this Rambo movie now. So they're just gonna basically pass the torch. There'll be somebody else that takes the reins. I don't know what to do with that because obviously they had the last Rambo movie was what Last Blood, uh, which was different than Rambo Four. Rambo Four, he was very grizzled, still had the hair, and he was behind that. I mean, that was insane. That was an insane scene. Um, Last Blood was mainly just him defending his home and in. It was, ah, I didn't like it as much as I liked uh, actually Rambo 4, to be honest. But it was still, you know, Sylvester Stallone just wiping dudes out, bad guys out. But uh, so that's what's going to happen. No prequel, no young Rambo. Now it's just passing the torch. Passing the torch like he did with Creed. He also talked in that article about, you know, the people who own Rocky and he's, you know, not too happy with them, which is likely why he's not in Creed 3. So. Yeah, so read the THR article. It's uh, I didn't read all through it, but uh, I'll probably read it after I get done with the stream, though. But it's pretty interesting. But just amazing how the guy's still doing this stuff at 76 years old. Still in great shape. Still in great shape. All righty, let's get to uh, some questions here. Let's see. Did I post it? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, we'll just go to the Twitter questions then. I forgot to post it on the YouTube. So my bad. But uh, it happens. All right, let me double check here. Make sure we're all good. Nothing bad. All right. You just never know with some people, you know. Uh-oh. No, we're good. Okay, we're good. 
V good. Okay. So here we go. Let's go to these Twitter questions. We got Eric Blake. Yo, Dave, looking at Black Adam, what would you wager would be the main reasons for why it's been struggling so much at the box office? Because it's just Dwayne Johnson being Dwayne Johnson again. Um, it, I don't know. Just I don't think the TV spots and trailers really captured, you know, grabbed people. I think like when people actually went and saw it, they were like, oh, wow, this was actually a lot more entertaining than I thought. That's why the if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, you look at the audience score. It's pretty it's fairly high. So I think like people are actually enjoying it. But people are just kind of uh, one of the main reasons is the fact that we have streaming now. That's just that's just the way it is. It's all stream. Uh Oh. We good. I think I just lost. I think I just lost my internet right now. Uh oh. We good. We good. I think we're good. Uh oh. So what does it mean? Not. <laughs> All right, we're good. My internet just skipped a beat right now, probably because of the storm. I think we're good because I saw my TV kind of like go off. Okay, good. We're good. Anyways. So, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously people will just be like, eh, I'll wait for it. You know, that's the thing. we got the option of that. Audience likes it. What's the issue? I think it's just, yeah. You think it could uh, remain stable uh, against Wakanda forever with uh, Ladder's lack of, uh, nah, I I think it's going to start losing its luster a little bit uh, coming this weekend, so... All right, and then we got Project uh, Justice League, the ultimate cut. That's coming out. Look at that. Look at that shot right there. Nicotina showing that little poster off. That looks pretty cool. We got Tet Red here. Hi, Dave. Who would you put on the JL2 team? Shazam, Blue Beetle. Hope you're going to, you're, you're having a good fall season. Yeah, I mean, we want we want Green Lantern to be a part of it, too. We want Martian Manhunter, obviously. That would be nice as well. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know about Blue Beetle yet, but I think they, they could do a Shazam since Shazam has—he's had two movies, so. But I think Blue Beetle's a little too young, a little too young for it. You know, they should do a Young Justice, right? Uh, Devon Wooter. Hey, Dave, Shazam 2 poster looks cool. Do you think Black Panther 2 going to— uh, read a billion dollars in avatar 2 runtime three hours and 10 minutes do you think it's going to hurt the box office i'm going to see it but i'm going to be curious yeah i mean it might hurt the box office a little bit i don't know people are weird because you know again they can binge through uh you know multiple episodes of a show but then again you're at home so i don't know uh yeah anyways ronak i don't think it's coincidence that momoa put out the video during the same week as uh mid panther mid panther release you realize the movie made a the first movie made a billion dollars okay um it happened with guardians christmas special 2 dc officially taking shots at marvel i think they're just trying to just do shit why I don't know why fans are always thinking that they're always taking shots at each other. I think they just want to do shit. Maybe sometimes, sometimes it can be fairly obvious, but sometimes I don't think so. I think that's fans just making it seem like it is. Ollie Momoa is incredibly excited that Frosty the Snowman is finally happening. There you go, zing, but don't bum. Isaac, hey Dave, I hope Momoa was teasing Snyder's return. I don't think he was because he was saying the Dream Project, and I'm like, hmm. But producer, I think it's the better decision for Gunn's leadership to uh, consolidate a fan base. Believe it or not, Snyder movies may be old and not massive. Old? 
uh, didn't one just come out last year? Uh, and not massive profit than, than Disney's, but they age uh, as good as fine wine. That I agree with. Um, the Snyder Cult. Uh-oh, not these guys. Hello, Dave and fellow film junkies. How's pillar life treating you? Remember the, the Snyder Cult guys? They were, like, saying the four pillars. Remember, Chris Wong Swenson was another pillar. Who were the other ones? P.S. I'm coming for Signor, for the Signors and the Jodies. Should be fun. Ah, those guys aren't relevant anymore. But, uh, you know, have fun. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Our guy. Cooper Knox. Here's a question I've been pondering for a while. How come good old Jeff, Mr. Baseball Cap, Johns, can strike gold with DC on television but always keeps striking out on DC? Because he's got an ego. He needs to put his ego aside. He was too busy trying to be the next Kevin Feige. And all he had to do was just be himself. And uh, he thought he knew. Because, like, you watch, you know, you read some of his old books. They're dark. They're fucking dark. Claytalian. So who will be Batman in the potential Andy Muschietti JL sequel if the Flash ending with Batfleck lost the multiverse remains? Keaton still? I think they, I mean, they might lead into something where, I don't know, could still be both. Could still be both. Venom. Since James Gunn's response regarding the air cut, is he affirming his duty as the D, as head of DC Studios to just move forward, or is it just another plot to fuse the fire of ever getting the air cut released? Again, it was neither a no or a yes. They're hearing you. They're it's on the table. I'm sure they're they've talked about it many times. But of course, their initial thing is moving forward because that's what he was hired on to do. Uh, Cohen Treo. Hi, Dave. What do you think advice we do as a fandom that wants that really wants to uh, release the air cut and bring back Zack Snyder to happen in light of the events of the last 48 hours? Should we give up? I don't know why I get you know, when I get asked these questions, it's like do whatever you want to do. Continue. You could still do if you want to tweet out the hashtag, tweet out the hashtag, create some art, create some campaigns, do whatever. You know, should we give up on? No, nobody's saying give up. I know there's there's people in the, the fandom that say that I'm part of the move on and I'm keep saying give up and they have no proof of me saying that behind it. I'm just saying do whatever you want to do. No one's stopping. If you want to do another campaign, if you want to create a, you know, a different kind of campaign, do some other stuff, by all means, continue on doing it. Continue on doing it. Again, there was no yes or no. And the future is open. The future is looking bright for once. So, you know, a little flicker at the end of the tunnel. So do whatever. Keep on tweeting. Keep, you know, and then tweet at James Gunn, too. Mr. Nobody, hey, Dave, with James Gunn in charge, when are we going to get Lobo and other wacky characters on big screen? I'm sure they're coming. Uh, I'm sure they're coming. Nicolay, do you think Jason Momoa is teasing Zach? No, I don't think he's teasing Zach back. <laughs> I don't. I really don't because it's like he's talking about a dream project. I think he's tweeting that. Like it's something to do with it, but you never know. I mean, if he might need a director or something, it could be something tying into Aquaman. I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's that. I think he's teasing something that he just has been wanting for a while, something that he's wanting. And, uh, you know, so I don't think it's Zach. How much time do you think uh, we'll have to wait for Lisa Aircut? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jeg Simmons Pro. I personally don't trust his pay attention to the fans shtick. 
If he believed that, then the Suicide Squad wouldn't have been the giant turd and insulting mess as it was. Well, you know, that's on you, buddy. Good on you. <clears throat> you know, we're not going to like everything that it was. Then, you know, I mean, he did say that. I mean, obviously, there could be some fluff there, but my God. Thoughts on how the Spider-Verse film sequel might bring back the 90s cartoon Spider-Man, Toby, blah, 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 blah. I think that's cool to bring them all back. Joseph, hey, Dave, I may not like Gunn. Let's just say he's not welcome in Australia. He's not welcome in Australia. Why is he not welcome in Australia? But anyone seeing him say campaign for everything you want, we're listening, but please be nice about it. And getting, ang and getting angry and attacking him is a moron. There you go. Justice for Boomer. But I forgive him if he releases the air cut. Yeah, what happened? What, 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 happened in, uh, what happened in Australia? Someone's have to, some, uh, some of my Aussie people are going to have to like, educate me on what, what, what's the whole Australia thing. So that's going to, yeah, I have no idea what, what that is. Or maybe I forgot. Anybody know? We got the toughest guy in Australia. Yeah, I know. Uh, come on. Somebody, uh, somebody uh, mentioned that. Like, what's, what's happening with all that? So I don't know. I have no idea what that is. He killed Cap. Oh, because of Captain Boomerang. <laughs> ah, okay. That's what it is. Gotcha. I didn't even think about that. We talked about that, of course, you know, over the weekend. I totally forgot. Yeah, okay. So because <laughs> of, of Captain Boomerang. Yeah, true. Okay, I could see that now. I could see that now. That's that's pretty cool. I like that. That's funny. That's really funny. So, um, okay. Anyways, all right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Appreciate you guys uh, clicking in, and uh, let's see, where am I at here? Where's that drop? All right, guys, we'll wrap this up. Thank you guys for uh, clicking in, of course. Be sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Follow me on all the sock mints around me. Got the Patreon. Try to update when I hear things on there as much as possible. And, of course, if you want to join, hit the join button. You know, you can do that. Be part of the Film Junkie family. So, you know, always uh, welcome that. And of course, we do a uh, members-only stream, post-show stream every Wednesday. So if you want to be a part of that, be a part of that. And, uh, yeah, follow me on all the other stuff around me. And uh, other than that, uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you guys later.